Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ponty Rugby Show. Today I'm joined by second row James Little. Thanks for joining me, James. How are you doing today? Good, thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. So to begin with, can you just tell me a little bit about your rugby career and uh, how you ended up at Pont de Breathe? Yeah, sure. So my career sort of started when I was about age seven at Pont de Clean. Uh, They've got a really good mini setup there. So that's where I spent my mini career and my junior rugby before moving back to my home club in Flanchercent, where I sort of played my youth rugby whilst also playing for colleague Camois, as as it were, whilst I was studying school in sixth form in a pant. And then during that time, I was also playing in like the Cardiff age grades all through, all through that system. But then when I got released from sort of that uh, group of boys then, I moved on to Cardiff Met. So that's where I started my studies, played for Cardiff Met in the championship and the Bucks, which was a really good, really good stepping stone, really good environment to be in. Um, and then it, it was from there really that I got spotted playing. Uh, so then I went on to Newport. So I had a season at Newport in the Prem and then decided to move a little bit closer to home. So played for two seasons in Bridgend. Um, and then it was following a game against Ponty for Bridgend uh, back when, probably 2019 now. It went okay that game, played all right. And then Dan sort of gave me a message after that game that, that night. And then the sort of the move to Ponty was on my mind. And so sort of we went from there, really. In an interview with the Ponty website, you said that you and your grandfather used to go and watch a club when you were younger and that your grandmother actually cried when you signed for the club. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about how much it means to you playing for the club. Yeah, yeah, that's spot on. So I, I live now in Gwen, which is really close to Sardis. So we, we used to walk over to the club. Uh, I remember watching back in the day with with the young boys there, like Jared Evans, we would go over and Dylan, we, we'd watch along with my, my local friends from Flanchester and Ponaclean. And my grandfather used to go there. And unfortunately, he had passed away before I uh, signed for Ponty. So my grand did get quite emotional and it reminded her of those days of him going over there. And yeah, back then, Dicko, Shelley, they were both playing. So big stalwarts of the club, they're still around. And it's crazy to think I was watching them play when I was about 10 or 11. And they're still around now doing a good job. And obviously, it wasn't an ideal start to the season because you went off injured in the first cup game against Newport. Then came back uh, for the Carmarthen Quinns game, first game of the league season. How frustrating was it being out injured? It was tough, you know, it was tough. Like I signed before COVID was even a thing over here. So obviously it came to the UK. So my start at Ponty was hindered by COVID. And then we started, had a good pre-season, managed to get in the starting team. And then obviously getting injured straight away, as you mentioned, which sort of let, let me to be uh, on the sidelines for a good couple of months. It was frustrating, but Lee took me under his wing, really, and helped me with like uh, line-out analysis. So I've sort of started looking into a lot of the line-outs, using that as my sort of way to, to stay in touch with the boys. And I really enjoyed that during my injury. And it's sort of become now my role, really, just to look at the line-out defence. So it sort of gave way to a new sort of opportunity. And although it was tough at times, it allowed me to strengthen other areas of my game, especially analysis, which I didn't think I would ever do, really. Yeah, and obviously you played that game against Carmarthen Quinns, and obviously there were no games then for over a month because crowds weren't allowed in. So that must have been even more frustrating, really. You've come, you've made it back from injury, and then you can't play because there's no games. Yeah, yeah, it was so stop-start. I mean, it's, it's difficult for everyone, COVID, but for, for me, it wasn't the start to my Ponty career I wanted. I enjoyed that Carmarthen game, though. I, I, I thought that, that game went well for all of us and it was a good win for us. Um, but, it, but it was just a shame we couldn't keep that ball rolling. But it, it is what it is. And sort of COVID is sort of easing now. So we're sort of getting back into the groove in it now. Yeah, looking back to the weekend, obviously our five-game winning streak in the league came to an end up in RGC. It was close at half time. But what do you think happened in the second half? Why did the game get away from us? 
Yeah, it, it was a disappointing result for all of us, really, for, for players, coaches, fans. And to be honest, it wasn't what I expected. I, I thought we would have, we would have come back and, and we could have done a, done a job on RGC. But I think it was our own mistakes at, at crucial times. We didn't capitalise on certain moments, such as when we had penalties, when we had certain lineouts in certain areas. Um, I, I think that the, the scrum went well and a couple of defensive lineups went well. But apart from that, I think it was our mistakes more so than the ability of RGC. Although full credit to them, they were strong out wide. They were well drilled in the forwards as well. But I just, I, I think we, we didn't capitalise on our opportunities and we made some crucial mistakes, which ultimately led to some good tries by RGC out wide. Despite the defeat, there's still been a you know a positive league campaign so far. How do you feel it's gone? Yeah, we, we have gone on a good run, to be fair. Um, and before the RGC game, we had full hopes on finishing second or, or, or third. I'm not sure off the top of my head now if that's still possible with the results on the weekend. But I definitely feel with the, the young group and the new group of boys that have come together, a lot of boys have stood up. And despite the ups and downs throughout the season, we have done pretty well. And, and we're sort of in a good place mentally and as a team leading into the last two games now against Cardiff and Ebu. Yeah, and you mentioned the Cardiff game there. Obviously, it's a massive game for the club, away to Cardiff, Thursday night uh, on S4C as well. Uh, two bonus point wins for Cardiff and they'll win the league. So how excited are the boys to go down there and try and uh, stop them from winning the league? It's something we're all looking forward to. And I think, although, although Cardiff first team have Saracens now on the weekend, I won't be surprised if a few of their players do drop down because it is a crucial game for RFC. And it's always a big opportunity and past results, league positions and earlier games in the season go out the window in such a big derby. So I think everyone is, is fully switched on, fully ready for it. And everyone's looking forward to the occasion on Thursday. And it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but we all have no doubt that we can do a job. I'm sure the party fans will probably travel down in their numbers like normal. How much of a difference does their support make? And what's their support like uh, compared to some of the other teams you've played for? It's up there with with the best. It, it, it is, to be honest with you. And that was one of the main reasons why I signed to this club, to be able to have the crowd on my side for a change and not be playing against them. It's, it's huge. And to see them, some of them come to RGC. And we've played at RGC a couple of times this season now, and there's always a handful of them there, which is great to see. But then, especially when the shed is full, for example, last week against Lanethley, that, that was one of the best crowds that I think I've seen there myself. And it really does make a difference. It is that extra 16th man that does help. And then the, all the support on the social medias. In the past, I've been injured and I've had messages from fans and things. And it, it, it's been brilliant. And it, they may not see it, but it really does go a long way. And it's something that the players and the coaches all speak about. And obviously, we've still got two games left this season. How much are you looking forward to next season now after seeing some of the recent performances we've been putting in? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. Too. And I'm, I'm one of them strange injuries. I do enjoy pre-season. I'm looking forward to seeing the new boys that come into pre-season. It, it is part of rugby that some people will leave the club, which is disappointing to see, but that's that's part and parcel of it. We, we may lose a couple, but we will also sign a couple, I've no doubt. So I'm interested to see the new recruits to come in um, and to see sort of the good bits that we can take from this season, the learning points that we've taken and taking them into the next season now and developing. And we've got a bit of a strong group of boys now who've gelled well over the past few weeks and months through socials, through wins, through losses. And I think that'll definitely put the, the good foundation in place now, ready for a, a strong start come in September. Yeah, and finally, as someone you know who's grown up watching the club, how much would it mean to you if you were to win some silverware next season? Yeah, it's huge. It is massive. I, I was down a bit to be honest with you when Slandevery knocked us out. I thought that would have been a great opportunity for us. 
Um, and I know silverware is something that the, cl- the club has done in the past and I've seen the legacy that that has left and how much of a big event and big day the club makes of those sort of occasions. So I think it'd be brilliant for all of us, especially the younger boys now who haven't really won much silverware and to sort of lay that sort of foundation now to get some silverware early in their careers would be great and sort of create that group of boys that want to stay with the club, want to do that again. And, it's, and I think it's really something that the fans deserve now. They've put in a lot of effort travelling and supporting us every week, always being the loudest group of fans and things. So I think it'd be great for them as well. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you for joining me, James. And uh, let's hope we can get the win on the on uh, Thursday and uh, build some momentum to finish the season. Next up is Grace Reynolds with the news round. It's a five-day turnaround between matches for Pontypridd this week as we make the short journey down the A470 to the capital. This Thursday, 14th of April, we head to the Arms Park to play Cardiff in the Indigo Group Premiership. The match kicks off at 7.30pm and is being shown live on S4C's online streaming service, S4C Click. There's no need to hype up matches between the two clubs with Derby bragging rights at stake. This season, Cardiff completed a home and away double over Ponty in the Indigo Group Premiership in the early months of the season. So, Ponty will be looking to avenge those and get the win over the Blue and Blacks in front of the cameras on Thursday evening. Ponty are coming off the back of a defeat up in North Wales against RGC last Saturday, whereas Cardiff won 27-20 away at Swansea and in the process put their bid to win the Premiership title back into their own hands after having results go their way in the last couple of weeks. Ponty now sit in 7th position in a rather congested mid-table section where just 5 points separate 5 teams. The men from Sardis Road are looking for a strong finish to the season but recognise that only a complete performance will suffice on Thursday against title-chasing Cardiff. Even though the match is being shown live online, as always the team needs your loyal and vocal support. So start your Easter weekend off the right way, pack the arms park and terrace and make some noise. Just a reminder, the former Players Association are holding their AGM on Saturday the 23rd of April in the Eden Clubhouse Lounge at 12.30pm. The meeting will take place prior to Ponty's Indigo Group Premiership match against Ebu Vale. It will be the first get-together for the FPA since pre-Covid pandemic, and all former players, including those that are not currently a member of the association, are welcome to attend. The FPA are hoping to attract new members to join them, so if that applies to you, please contact Chairman of the FPA, Wayne Evans, on 07836 697 753. That's 07836 697 753. Or email the club, club at ponty.net before the day, and arrangements will be made so that you are able to gain free access into the ground for the occasion. The FPA are looking forward to welcoming as many former players as possible to the club on Saturday the 23rd of April. Don't forget that you can keep up with all the latest news from Ponty RFC by logging onto the website www.ponty.net or on the club's social media platforms at Pontypridd RFC.